Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Bally Sports Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And this is a really special episode for a number of reasons. First and foremost, very excited that our Heat series is back from last year. Spoke to a number of different guys, nine different players on the Heat this year at their internal media day, which was an absolute joy. And you're going to hear from three of those guys here in this episode in Tyler Hero. Bam Adebayo and Dwayne Dedman. Also a very special episode because just last night we announced the news with Bally Sports and the Miami Heat that I, alongside Kelly Sacco, will be joining the Miami Heat broadcast this year as a host and reporter. It'll be for select games. It'll be only for home games. But man, this is an absolute dream come true. There are so many things that I want to say about this, but I also really just want to get you guys to these interviews, but just know I am so incredibly grateful and and excited for this opportunity to continue to tell stories like we do right here on Miami Miked Up on the Miami Heat broadcast. So that's going to be an absolute blast and really more importantly right now are these interviews here you're about to listen to so we have tyler hero bam Adebayo, and Dwayne deadman all three of these interviews were really fun and all three of them had their own little quirks Dwayne deadman who you'll hear last was actually our first interview of the day and he was in a great mood you'll hear some of the uh preamble as he walked in nice and early and that'll be really fun for you we'll go backwards in terms of this interview our second interview that you'll hear will be with bam Adebayo. Same deal there. You'll hear some of the stuff from before we started recording, including a bunch of comments about our Miami mic'd up mugs. Um, and, and Bam was was really great to work with. Unfortunately, our interview got uh, cut short by a couple of minutes, but hopefully we'll get him back on this podcast sometime soon. And then to lead things off, the guy who, you know, made some news on this podcast last year and you know, we may or may not have talked about it. So Tyler Hero leads things off on this episode of Miami Miked Up. And welcome to this episode of Miami Miked Up. We got Tyler Hero with me. Tyler Hero, what has recently brought you joy off the court? Uh, my daughter. Um, you know, it's a, like I said, an easy question, you know, for me to answer. Um, you know, every day I wake up, she's she's bringing me she's bringing me joy and um, putting a smile on my face. So it's hard not to not to enjoy being a father and and um, just bringing joy to myself. And I'm sure that that first year of fatherhood has been has been great for you. Um, but now as well, you've signed the extension to be here in Miami with the Miami Heat for the long haul. Yeah. Could you talk to me a little bit about you know the excitement that you have to, to know that that's the case? Now, yeah, very excited. You know, me and my family wanted to be here. Um, the organization wanted us here and. You know, it's a place we can call home now. You know, we want to be here and uh, just excited we were able to get an extension done, you know, before the season started. Well, I know the fans are stoked about yeah. it as well. And, and that also means that both you and Bam are locked up for the long haul, right? Yeah. So the two of you clearly have a ton of chemistry. We've seen it, you know, early in the preseason and we've seen it, you know, last year. So how exciting for you is it to know, like, you know, we got Jimmy as the leader here, right? But me and Bam are the guys sort of carrying that culture into mm-hmm. the future as well. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun and, you know, amazing to, to see that. You know, we both kind of had the same path of going to Kentucky, lottery picks to Miami, and then, you know, getting paid, you know, by Miami. Mm-hmm. So it's been um, it's been cool to see him continue to get better. And, you know, I'm sure he feels the same about me. And, you know, we're both here now, like you said, for the long haul. So to be able to have some secureness in our future and um, know that this is the culture that we want to continue to push for the next five, you know, four or five years. So we're excited. What about his game stands out to you that makes you just go, 
I can't believe this guy can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a little bit of everything. You know, he a lot of people talk about how he needs to score more and stuff like that, um, take more shots. But I, I tell him I disagree because with Bam, you don't know what you're going to get on a nightly basis. You know, whether he's going to lead the team in scoring, rebounds, assists, be the best defender every night. Um, there's a bunch of different things that he brings to the table. And, you know, I told him, like, I, I disagree that you need to take 20 shots a game or 18 huh. shots a game. I think that from a game-to-game basis, I think it's going to change because, one, the way, you know, teams guard differently. Um, two, like I said, you can impact the game in so many different ways. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like I said, though, Bam, Bam's all around. He can do everything. So, Well, you talk about sort of the, the unpredictability, right, of mm-hmm. what Bam can bring to the table. And I think that's a calling card of this whole team, right? right. It's on any given night, anybody can do anything. So what have you done to sort of continue to hone in your game to make sure that nobody can necessarily predict what you're going to bring to the table on a given night? Yeah, no, I've, uh, I've been working, you know, all summer just to add, add strength, um, get stronger in the weight room and... Um, you know, everyone knows I can score the ball, shoot the ball, and I just want to continue to work on my playmaking, getting my teammates involved, making the right plays, and, you know, really locking in on defense. Well, this was very much your first normal offseason, right. too, right? <laughs> like, we had the bubble, which led yeah. into the short turnaround, which led into everything that's been over the last couple of years. And right. so now, having a normal offseason, how much um, confidence and how much comfort does that bring you knowing, okay, I can come back into this season just having a kind of normal year to prepare? No, yeah, it was, it was good. You know, like, I, like you said, the, the bubble, and then from there we yeah. kind of just had to re, regain traction on, on the normal schedule because we were so, you know, off schedule. But having a, having a normal, you know, off season felt good to be able to, you know, get some time away from the game, miss it a little bit, be, come back motivated and, you know, um, get to work again. And now we're back here, so we're excited. Well, well, you've been clear that you're willing to play whatever role this team assigns you to do, but you've also made it clear that you'd like to be a starter. Mm-hmm. And so what do you believe that you can bring to that starting unit that is unique? I mean, myself, I can uh-huh. I can be myself. I can come in and be myself. That's that's what I do. Um, you know, I can play make, I can score, stretch the floor. Um, and that's what, that's what I do. So like I said, I can just be myself like I've always uh-huh. been and just continue to be me. And what about your game makes you such an elite scorer? Um... I mean, Does that, that come naturally since yeah. you're a kid? Like, just put the ball in the bucket. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've, I've always done, you know. Um, I think I'm a very skilled player. You know, I can really score from anywhere on the floor. So mm-hmm. being being able to do that allows me to, to – it opens a lot of things up, you know, whether it's my floater, my getting to the rim, my mid-range three. Like, I really do feel I can score from, from anywhere on the court. Well, we were talking a little bit before we started rolling about last year's interview mm-hmm. where we had you come on here. And, you know, maybe I can insert the sound right here for everybody to listen to right. uh, in this podcast. We've seen all sorts of different projections, right? right? Like some people are like, oh, this dude's a role player. Other right. people, this is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> where do you see yourself? Where do you fit into the mix on that? I know you take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. But as you see yourself, what are the types of goals you have long term? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm in the you know, same conversation. Is, is, is those guys, the young guys coming up in the league who can be, you know, all-stars, superstars one day. Um, you know, Luca, Trey, um, Ja, you know, those guys like that. I feel like I'm, you know, my name should be in that in that category too. Um, I put the work in and I'm just continuing to get better every single day. So, you know, I got a lot of goals in mind to be, be an all-star one day and continue to, to chase my dream. So I'm really excited to see where I, where I can go. But I asked you about sort of your future, where you saw yourself mm-hmm. and, and you put yourself in a category with, with Luca, with Ja, with Trey. Right. Um, after, well, first of all, wh- the reaction to that was 
a lot. Yeah. Uh, what was it like sort of processing the reaction? And, and how do you feel people maybe even potentially misinterpreted some of what you had to say in that conversation? Yeah, no, I mean, everyone has their own view of when someone says something, they t- interpret it their own way, which they, which they have the right to do. But, um, you know, those those players are great players, yeah. um, great young players. And I f- like I said last year, I don't feel any different, <laughs> you know, and um However, other people feel that that doesn't, you know, affect me and how I feel about myself. So, just being able to get on the court and prove it—I mean, that's all that I can do. And people can talk all they want. I think my numbers back it up, and I think I'll continue to get better. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a bunch of great young players in the league, and I'm—I'm I'm one of them. So yes. I'm, I appreciate it everyone that you know puts me in that category absolutely right. and and i think that's that's the big thing here right it's just knowing there's a bunch of great young players yeah. who have great futures yeah. and you are one of those guys right. like exactly. i don't I, I didn't think it was that blasphemous to say i don't know what happened there it was kind of insane the way everybody it's, it's ran just, with that people need something to talk about at the end of the day and, yeah clearly and that was that was something they something about. i learned well thanks for that you know for me i'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie kind of helpful for right. me but i'm not gonna lie i appreciated it uh all right man just to wrap things up with you um you know this team you went to the conference finals. Yep. You were shot away from going to the NBA finals. That was without you in the lineup. Right. Um, and this was one seat as well. And yet, you look around at all of the pundits, those same people that were going crazy <laughs> with, with the Luka Jha thing, yeah. and they're saying the Miami Heat are not going to win the Eastern Conference. Yep. You guys are constantly overlooked. Why do you think that is, and why do you think they're wrong? I, I mean, ever since I have came in the league, you know, we haven't gotten much love, you know, whether it was my rookie year, a lot of people slept on us, rightfully so, but then we went to the finals and I feel like just, we just continue to get slept on, but, you know, and rightfully so, and we continue to win as well. Like, like I said, people can say what they want, but at the end of the day, we're just going to continue to do what we do, which is come in here every day, work, get ready for, for the season and um, just play our game. We feel like when we're at our best, no one, no one can can play with us. Obviously, you know I believe the same thing. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to watching it, Tyler Hero. Thank you for joining me today on Miami Miked Up. Thank you. Appreciate it. Miami Miked Up, baby. Oh, that's. Oh, this, this is the camera. Yeah, right there. Miked Up, baby. He's already helping me out, man. It's tremendous. All right. These, cup, <laughs> these cups are so qualified they can hold lava in them and not crack or shatter this is the truth this is all these are all facts yeah that i'm gonna (laughs) yeah exactly we now have from from bam at a bio these cups can hold lava (laughs) perfect are we uh are we good to roll roll. all right sweet and now bam at a bio joins me on this episode of miami mic'd up seemingly already in a good mood holding holding the miami mic'd up mug we it got holds it lava. already it holds lava it holds you lava. heard it here first uh <laughs> bam before we get into any of the basketball stuff uh what's something recently off the court that's brought you some joy brought me some joy yes sir uh me and me and my me and my family we started a little mario kart a little race like on, online no, or like in person? We got, like so we all got you know a nintendo switches yeah yeah yeah. so now all of us all we do is play uh against each other on mario kart <laughs> that's amazing so now it's this big deal in the house now so it's like whoever wins get first at whatever like, is it like a competitive tournament like what do you got yeah going no on with no, this? no this is real oh because you know it's uh you <laughs> got right. the so you have the what's it called the grand prize where you get four races right so we all just do four races 
whoever wins, whatever we or like is. I feel like uh, Miami mic'd up maybe should be the official home of uh, <laughs> analysis of this tournament. And we can just have standings updates every week. Like you can get me updates and we can just okay. make sure that we got it. So I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind going forward. Uh, we'll talk basketball now is what we'll do. Uh, coming into this season, man, it's really seemingly your first real regular off season in, in years, right? Yeah. Like it was, it was the bubble and the short turnaround from there. It was the Olympics last year. Like it's been a long time since you've had sort of a normal off season. So how, how, how exciting was that for you? How much did you enjoy it? And, and what do you think that will do for you now coming into this season, having a real off season like that? I mean, the biggest thing for me was I got to spend time with my family uh i mean we got to travel we got to see the world play mario (laughs) kart uh you know during the playoffs last year uh i get off social media so we started picking up dominoes in the house and you know we still play now uh it became one of those games as a household game now Uh so you know whenever you got you you got beef with somebody in the household let's play some dominoes (laughs) uh but other than that getting to travel and see the world and you know, just really decompress from the season, get time to really sit back, relax, and uh, and think about my plan moving forward. Have you played Jimmy in dominoes yet? I did. How'd he beat go? my ass. He beat your ass? I will say that. He, he says beat my, he, he, beat he my claims ass. that he's, like, one of the best dominoes players there is. Nah, he is on the team. I'll give him that for sure. All right. Uh, at least on the Miami Heat. We yeah, know at least on the Miami there. Heat for sure. Like, yeah, he, he beat my ass on the plane. Yeah, we'll say and being in Miami, that automatically gives you a, a an advantage. So we'll say at least in the league, he's, he's up there at the top. Yeah. Uh, also this summer, you know, you guys had to deal with you know, the disappointment of the ending of last season, right? Where you come one shot away um, from, you know, making it back to the NBA finals where you want to be, right? So could you take me through maybe the emotions of what it was like two days after that shot doesn't go in and then the emotions of two months after that happens, right? And you're in the middle of your summer and preparing for the next season. I mean, two days is kind of like... I don't even think I left my house those two days. Uh, being in that type of funk, and it's, it's, I feel like it's human nature to do that. You know, you put, you put so much energy, so much pride, blood, sweat, tears towards the season, and you know, to come up that short, uh, right. you know, it's gotta bother you. If it doesn't, you know, I feel like that's a problem. But it's, it's one of those things where you know, I sat in the room for like two days in the dark, uh, you know, just replaying mental mistakes, you know, defensive laps, just replaying everything that happened wrong in that game. Um, but fast forward into two months, you more so look at those mental laps, those uh, down plays, off plays, and you turn them into motivation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like that's what it did for us you know, two months after. It turned into mo- motivation instead of still being in our, our funk. Well, so now you guys run it back. We're done? We're done? Yeah. All right, we'll we'll call it. All right, bet. All right, man. I mean, it Sorry was good that. to see y'all mic'd up, yeah. man. You know, uh, really great long form interview. The cups hold lava, so <laughs> I think they're about you know five thousand a uh, uh, a cup mug, real high end. Yeah, we're hiking up. Really we're hiking expensive. up the prices. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, man, go heat, go mic'd up. You feeling good? 
I'm a little tired this morning, early morning. Sure, but man, you yeah. know. It, trust uh, me, I am too, man. I'm uh, going to get here at like 5.30 to set this geez. shit up. I wasn't here at 5.30. I was here at 6. Everybody else, uh, 6.05? 6.05? 6.05? I mean, you still were up at 5.30, though. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? well, yeah, before 5.30. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, so how about that? Yeah. All right? Four. Yeah, it's, I was up at 4.30. 45 something. Whatever, man. Tomato, 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 yeah, tomato. You know what we were tomato, all tomato. up early. Yeah, we're yeah. all tired. It's and fine. we're all here. Yeah, hey. we're all here doing our thing. 9.02. Yeah, right. It's waking up over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're really talking about how many times we woke up last night, yeah, I have a seven-month-old. Right? So, you know, right. I was up All right, so we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about that. All right, cool. That's our, that's our clap. We're good to go. And now on Miami Mic'd Up, we welcome in the mechanic, Dwayne Dedman. Uh, Dwayne, thank you for taking the time to join me today. Um, no problem, no before problem. Before we dive into basketball and, and, and your role here with the Heat, I got to ask you, what is something recently off the court that has brought you some joy? Roman Alexander Dedman. That's what's <laughs> brought me joy off the court recently. I uh, just recently had a seven-month-old. So that's, uh, that's definitely been a... a Life changing. Yeah, two kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really realizes that uh two kids is uh, that's a that's a different beast. What it, what is the difference in having a, a second child here as opposed to just just the one who we see, by the way, out out of yeah. games all the time? Um the biggest there is it's two different people. You know what I'm saying? I mean right. you got one that's <laughs> on a schedule now, like he goes to sleep at a certain time, eats at this time. Now you got a new one that you got to try and get on the schedule that doesn't sleep through the night. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my wife for, for, <laughs> for handling most of those, uh, all, all of those duties. You right. know what I'm saying? But uh, I mean, it's fun. It's enjoyable. I know uh, yesterday uh, my wife had got out of town, so I got to spend the whole day with both my kids. So I, it was a ball, man. I, I, I imagine you don't get to do that all that often during nah, the regular season. Yeah, no, nah, so I don't. Especially just, those just, yeah, just one-on-one with both of them. It was, it was fun, man. I had, I had a blast yesterday, awesome. so it was, it was good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. And glad to have you back here today. Um, obviously, you know, last year at this time, we were talking about your season, and you were coming off a year where you'd only played a handful of games with the Heat. Now, 16, yeah, yeah n- now, now a full season with the Miami Heat. How different is your comfort level coming into this season knowing like, okay, this is what a full season in a Miami Heat uniform looked like? A lot more comfortable because I was able to, you know, actually get a, a, a my full off-season regiment going where I, you know what I'm saying, had my, my schedule, my workouts, and mm-hmm. and being able to fully, you know what I'm saying, commit to, to getting better, right. you know what I'm saying, and not having to focus on injuries or whatever it may have been, you know what I'm saying? So just coming off of a, a whole season with the team and being able to go into the off-season knowing what, you know a little bit of what role I'm, I'll be asked to play, you know what I'm right. saying? Kind of focus on that during the training. So it was it was good, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year. Well, that's actually a perfect transition to the next question, right? Because your role has shifted not only from team to team, but even within the Heat, right? Sometimes the expectation is, hey, go out there and start and play a certain amount of minutes. Other times it's come off the bench. Other times you might not get in the game based off the matchup. So how do you keep yourself not only physically but mentally prepared to sort of shift whatever your role might be for what the team needs uh the best way for me to do that is to give myself a schedule and stick to it you know what i'm saying uh so just try and be consistent in everything i do no matter what <clears throat> what what uh the game calls for or what spoke calls for you know what i'm saying uh, i'll be ready to to produce and and get the job done so the majority of the roster is back with this group so when i say the term run it back what does that mean to you when i say run it back uh 
take it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and get to the finals this time. That's what running back mean, and hopefully we bring home a ring this year. That's the plan. What do you think that that having the same group back and having some of these guys back together for year two of, like you mentioned, defined roles, knowing what your spaces are, and, and those things are shifting. There's been guys who've come yeah, in, there's course, guys who have left, but knowing what that is going into a second year with the same group, how beneficial do you think that'll be for you guys? Uh, it's very beneficial, especially because uh, you know all the all the young guys were able to go and uh, and get better. You know what I'm saying? From what I've even seen so far, they've all gotten better. You right. know what I'm saying? So being able to do that, we already have, you know, most most of the chemistry. Of course, we got to, you know, bang, get some things, you know, hammered out or whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Just to be able to, to have that confidence in each other and to be able to see that everybody's been working and to bring it back together and, and kind of watch this thing kind of kind of blossom into something special. Uh, it's it's going to be fun, man. I, I think these. Uh, I think we're I think we're ready for it. Absolutely. And and when you talk about this team sort of blossoming, it's under the uh, guidance of Coach Spolstra, right? And and Spo is is a unique cat. So what is it that makes him unique as a coach and as a person? Uh, his terminology, <laughs> the <laughs> specificity way? of uh, you know the situ- situation. <laughs> But then when, you know, gets, kind of gets into the psychology of everything and just like he's really in tune to a, a different dynamic than mm. most coaches. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, like he, let's dive into that. Like, what, do you, what do you mean by that? For tapping into a, and getting ready for a game, he's like, oh, well, if we do this, like if we run this play, you know what I'm saying? They'll they'll scout for that. But then when we come back, come back across you know what I'm saying? Do something else. They're not ready for that. You know, what I'm saying? the specificity of the brain and huh. how people move is like they they won't be ready for it. And it's just like just the dynamic, the way his brain works. Like it's 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 interesting to watch and just see everything. Kind it of almost unfold. sounds like like one of those great offensive coordinators in football, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're they're scheming things specifically to be able to go get somebody open somewhere else. And yeah. It, it kind of sounds like that same. You know, we hear about like you know the Dolphins coach right now, and they're like, oh, he's this you know genius brainchild. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's the same sort of thing here where where that's the way it goes and obviously one of the guys who's been with him for a long time has been here entering year 20 year Udonis 20, Haslam yes right sir. Shout uh, out to him. yeah Indeed. Udonis Haslam uh entering this season you know knowing this is going to be the end for him can you just talk to me about his impact and and what, what you've learned from him what you've seen from him and and the type of guy that he is yeah uh sure you did a, the undrafted goat you know what I'm saying I mean to be undrafted and play in this league 20 years that's 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 big time. I mean, I was undrafted. It's my tenth season. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. With and I played for what seven different teams. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, 10, 20 years, one team, undrafted in your home state. You know what I'm saying? With aspirations of, of getting into ownership. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, Udonis is he's 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 showing the next next generation like what's possible. You know what I'm saying? What you what you can mm-hmm. do if you with hard work and and dedication, man. I mean, that guy is. He's he's Miami basketball, you he know is. what I'm saying. So it's it's dope to be able to to play on the same team as him, and just just soak up everything I can. You know what I'm saying. It's an honor to watch it from afar, man. Yeah, like as, as someone who's grown up down here in South Florida. And, and by the way, I got my here, first uh, oh. my first field goal against Udonis Haslam. I want you that the record to show that I was in Philadelphia midi jumper right in front of the, the heat bench we lost the game but it, it all, that but was my first of course goal. you remember your yeah, first yeah, field oh, goal yeah. and it's oh, yeah. do you give you d crap about that ever like hey man it, you let a little rook i like gotta me. find a picture i gotta you find should. a picture i really have to find a picture Dude, what you should do is if you I should find a picture you should at one point this season find that picture 
and just print out like 75 copies of it and just all over his locker. You know what I mean? Just make I might sure, not hey, sit well with him. Man. I'm, yeah, just, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying, hey, look, I, I'm not the one. I'm not the one doing it. I'm just making some suggestions for you. I'm not the guy getting into the right. argument. Um, as, as is obvious through this interview, you know, you're, you're a pretty funny guy. Um, I don't know how many people know that, uh, that, that you have that sense of humor. And it's obvious that you bring that to the team. Like every time you walk out for warmups, I see you, you know, talking to everybody and cracking mm-hmm. jokes. How much um, do you focus on trying to do that, bringing some levity to the team and, and being that type of guy out here? I mean, it's not really me like focusing on, like, yeah. oh, yeah, go out there and be a comedian. <laughs> nah, it's just, I mean, at the end of the day, man, we play basketball for a living. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't having fun playing basketball for a living, I mean, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? So right. I just try and keep everything light, man. Just have fun. Just just enjoy the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm I'm undrafted. I come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here in Miami. You get to play professional basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's a blessing to be out here. And like, like I said, I'm going to enjoy every minute. You know what I'm saying? Win, lose, or draw. You know what I'm saying? Of course, nobody wants to lose, but... I'm a, I'm a enjoy it. I'm gonna have fun. Love that, and uh, specifically being here in Miami, I think it's it's valued amongst the fans and and everybody else. Um, going from an, we won't say old guy in UD yeah, to it to the youngest guy on this team in Nikolajovic, who is literally still in high school. Man, that's crazy. Crazy, right? right? I didn't even know. We, I, I'm walking through the locker and they're talking about, oh yeah, you still got to pass your high school class. I'm like, how are you even in the league? It blows my mind. That's crazy. Absolutely. I thought you couldn't go from I, high school to the pros no more. Try, I think it's an age thing. I, I don't even look, know, but man. it's it's unbelievable. But what what have you seen from this kid that has just stood out as like, oh, he's got a shot to be something special? He can play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if y'all watch, uh, if y'all watch the game uh, last night, we played a mm-hmm. uh, preseason game. We played the Grizzlies. I mean, OG start calling him 7:30. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he he show up 7:30 game time, ready to hoop. Like he just a he just a hooper. Like he just kind of gets his little rhythm going and and his curtains from there. Like he he he, he can play. Yeah, he's got like he got him. a shot. Yeah. Learn, and learning like from him. you yeah. guys, it'll yeah. be beneficial the for young him. Young sure. man. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see him kind of grow over the years yeah, here as definitely, well. Definitely, definitely. Um, it's a good place to be, man. Uh, for sure, yeah. growing, growing these young guys and, and developing their game. Um, well, and and that said, actually, um, last question for you. Coming back into this season, you know this team. As strange as it is, a team that was a one seed, a team that was one shot away from making it to the NBA Finals, once again, seemingly being overlooked by everybody going into this season. So for you guys, what do you think it is about this team that will get you back to an NBA Finals? Just the way everybody grinds. Everybody plays hard. Everybody plays for each other. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of what's special about this team. You know what I'm saying? We don't really... uh, I mean, of course, you know, we have Jimmy Butler, who's a phenomenal talent. We got Bam Adebayo, phenomenal talent. And we, you know what I'm saying, we got one of the best point guards in the league just as far as, you know, facilitating goals and, and being able to create his own shots and create shots for people. Uh, I mean, we have, we got we got a lot of talented players, but we all play together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we share the ball, we move the ball well. Like, I think, I mean, just in the preseason alone, I think one game we had like 30-some assists. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. So... I mean, just just to see that, and that's that's even when you know what I'm saying young guys playing, guys trying to get get spots in, you know what I'm saying the league, right. trying to crack the league, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, we all been in that spot. Well, most of us anyway. We got yeah, a lot right. of undrafted players, you know what I'm saying. So it's just the fact that everybody plays for each other, and that's that's been great to to watch and great to play with. So I'm really looking forward to you know what I'm saying this unselfish team and trying to get this thing rolling. Well, as are we. We're looking forward to watching it. Dwayne Dedman, thank you for joining me today on Miami Mike'd Up. No doubt. Peace out. 
Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Miked Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places. 